we're back. We're here. What's up, everyone? I'm Rob, the Kid Who Makes This Podcast, which is a justice here while people are coming in. I come to you today from the white void in my garage, the new studio. This is Studio Gray. You can get this on B&H. I'm uh, taking things seriously now. Lane Martin is here. What's up, everyone? Good morning. All my go-getters here this morning. 9 a.m. Back in the day, this for me was like I would never be up. I've already been up for like two and a half hours, which is just crazy, so... Um, good morning. How's everyone doing? Where are you guys listening from? Uh, what are you doing today? Who do you want to see on the podcast? Mike Abandol. Uh, yo, bro. We've been friends for like five years now and I still can't say your name. Abadandalo. Abadandolo. Mike Abadandolo. What's up, dude? All right. So, uh, yeah, this is episode two of, uh, of the morning show and I am, uh, really excited to be here with you guys. Um, the first episode, I kind of just went over uh, Will Carafello rocking the Mets hat today. Uh, you know, the first episode, I went over some of the uh, awesome recent guests like Will Carafello, and uh, it was exciting and it was fun. And uh, I feel like I'm kind of getting the, the cobwebs out. Amazing food guy. Hello, Clayton's here. What's up, everybody? Good to see you. Perfect. So today, uh, I've been trying to have a topic. Uh, every day for these episodes and today and the last one I think was called oh all you got to do is ask I got that from John Contino uh, and today I want to talk about the fact that your work might suck and I know I know it sounds crazy I'm talking to myself in a way there's a good chance that your work probably sucks now before I get a whole bunch of mean comments and stuff about that I just want to kind of show you guys uh, what I'm talking about okay Mike we're gonna go live in a little bit hang out for a second. Um, so yeah, so my portfolio, when I started out, I really didn't have a whole lot going on. It was pretty much just uh, mock-ups on live surface and a bunch of kind of half-baked, half-thought ideas um, that I kind of just threw together on a Squarespace website and I called that a portfolio and I couldn't get a job anywhere. And, you know, COVID-19, there is um, a lot of people are out of work and looking for work. And I think that right now, uh, we don't do ourselves any service to to be like, well, like they don't give people a chance. If your work is awesome, you'll probably get hired regardless of the economic time. Um, that being said, there's obviously exceptions, but for the most part, um, this is the time to really hone your skills, hone your craft, and get good at what you're doing. Uh, I'm just I'm speaking for myself as well. You know, I'm early on in my journey, um, and at this point, I've kind of gotten a dose of humility and realizing just how long it's going to take to really. Um, get the skill set that affords me the opportunity to get the jobs that I really want to. So, you know, I think early on in COVID, when everyone was just graduating in that situation, there was a lot of optimism in the industry. And I think that that's great. And I think that if there's anything I try and get across on this podcast, it's to be excited about what's going on in the, the creative field, um, to have a lot of enthusiasm and reach out to studios and say hi to everyone. But I think with that enthusiasm, you need to match um, the hours that you're logging on, working on getting better. Um, if, you know, if you're a designer, that's working in the Adobe Creative Suite. If you're a video editor, that's hours editing. Um, my friend Elliot Burford, ha- uh, he always says, doing the hard yards. But yeah, so uh, I wanna talk about that today. Mike, are you still here? Let me know if you're still here. Request to go live with me, and we'll talk about this. Because Mike and I came up at a, roughly around the same time. Mike, you better still be here, bro. By the way, the Hershey Company represent. I'm representing some of my favorite things today. Um, 
Mike, where'd you go? All right, well, send the request, dude. Come on. By the way, I don't know what's going on with lighting here. I kind of have no idea what I'm doing. Stand by. Send me a request, Mike. All right. Well, this is the exciting thing about doing it live is you never know what's going to happen. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Where are you guys listening from? What's up? What's up? So I don't want you guys to think that now it's too bright. Getting better. This is what happens when you're producing your own show. Uh, I don't want you guys to think that I'd be negative or, or it's like, who does this kid think he is? But seriously, when I look back on my work from the first uh, month or two going out into the, the job market, my first year after uh, applying for stuff, um, you can't join. Why? Hold on. Let me see if I can tap you. Go live. With you can do this and you can't do it. It's going to be so hard. Here we go. Join me. Yo! Yo! What's up? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm plugged. Sorry for the audio, people. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Good morning, man. Good morning. How are you doing? The Long Island connection is real. We're here today, man. I know I got you're my... a Yankees fan. Yeah, I know. I got my Titleist hat, so. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're the perfect person to talk about this with because when I first started the podcast, uh, you came out to uh, the Soundview. You're actually, in, I, I saw you in that video, the little montage we put together. Yep. Um, but the theme of today's podcast is, you know, when people are just starting out, you need to be aware of the fact that your work might suck. The world may not be out to get you, and there's a chance <laughs> that you need to get better. And I know over the years, you really put in a, a full clip effort at getting better and have since solidified some great jobs from that. Could you maybe, you know, speak to that experience in your own world? Definitely. Uh, I think the first thing that I had to work on was just like my personal brand. Um, yeah. And that starts off with, you know, your portfolio and having three or four good pieces that you really explain. I wanted to become a UX designer. So I took the tools, I took sketch. This is all on my own time. And I learned it, create things that you would normally not create. Like, why not create Netflix, redo Netflix and see what it looks like. Because yeah, things like that, that those are real world experiences, like creating an app that doesn't exist in the world. So if you redesign something that, that exists already, then it has some substance to it. Um, yeah. So really, I just grinded. I learned how to do sketch. I learned how to put all the plugins in and mess around with stuff. And um, I came from a marketing job uh, at, as an in-house person. I was the only I person that. on my, Yeah, I, I was, was right, only, right about when I met you, right? Yeah, I was the only person on my team that was a designer in a 400-person company. I was pumping out white papers and doing PowerPoints and like, I just got sick of it. And I was like, you know what? I need to better myself. I need to start working on things that I really want to work on. So I worked, I put my head down, I did my nine to five. And then after that, my, my five to nine o'clock and I was working on my portfolio, working on my personal brand, explaining pieces to people that, you know, I wouldn't really normally talk to. Um, right. And after a little while, I had a recruiter from NBC Universal reach out to me. They're like, you know, we're working with our UX team. Um, I want to hire an engineer designer. So I'm not actually like designing the stuff that you see on Peacock or anything like that. I'm doing everything for the back end. And it's right. really interesting. Um, he liked the work that I did with material design with Google um, in my last piece or my portfolio. And it's really just talking to people at the end of the day. Like if they, if you click with them, then like, your portfolio could be like shit, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it really can. Like it, it, as long as you have 
a good personal brand behind you and you have a good attitude, like that's what counts at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I, I, and your first idea is not going to be your best. Right. It's going to be your 10th, your 11th, your 12th. So keeping your head down, doing your work, doing your, you know, due diligence as a designer, it's that, that, that's what's going to push you to the next level. Yeah. And what's funny is that it's easy to talk about this now, right? We're like three, four years into our career. People are probably scoffing at us even just saying that now. But I remember like being at the bar with you talking and you were in, when you're in that position, it seems like you're never going to be able to uproot yourself from it, right? You, you were like, yeah. and then all of a sudden, and one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you specifically today was I remember there was like a switch and then you really started getting after it. And I had the same thing, you know, it was, yeah. I met some people through the podcast. I had a couple connections but I wasn't really taking the time to learn those actual skills. And then little by little, even now, things are starting to open up more, but I had to humble myself. Um, but I want people to know that it takes a, a, a while. You know, there was a year where you and I were talking and like, you know, it's like, any good news? No, not really. No. Rob, I, I went on, I think, I don't know. I had an Excel sheet a while ago. I don't have it up right now. I think I went on like 24 interviews Right. Like, you know, 20, like 20 of them were like on the phone and then four of them were in person. And that was like a year and a half of just like digging and grinding. Like you got to stick with it. Like you're, you're not going to land that job at, at Apple. You're not going to land that job at, uh, what is it? Uh, Facebook, your right. first year out of college. You're not yeah. like you, you, it, like what do you always say? Expectation versus reality. Like right. I literally use that every single day and it helps me out. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, what, what else is going on in, in your life? I'm putting the hat back on. Oh. <laughs> See, I, I need someone who knows about lighting because I keep getting this kind of shadow thing happening on my face, but I think that's better. Maybe know. some uplighting, some like. Maybe, I... who, who knows? <laughs> this is way more than I ever, I, I ever did. You, you know how much my production value used to suck. So, that I'm, you know, be grateful, people. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's so important. And um, I remember I was just ruthless with myself. You know what I mean? I... I was doing, I was in my second year out of college doing a live event with some of like, the, like with freaking John Contino and the, some of that. <laughs> and I was like, why is it not working? And people like yourself were like, dude, like, what are you, like, you're just getting started. Sorry, you know? Yeah. And I want people to realize that, you know, it's so easy to watch, you know, like recently I've been watching like Casey Neistat nonstop. I love him and I've really been obsessed with it. You know, it's so easy for me to be like, well, I have more or less, I have that camera. I have a wide angle lens. Like, why can't I do it? You know, yeah. I have a, I have a YouTube channel, but I think the thing that I got from, from that. And, and if I were to be humble about it, I look at it and I see how much work he's been doing. You know, it's been since like 2003 or whatever, he's been making vlogs. Mm -hmm. you know, you know, like 5 billion subscribers. I don't even have a thousand followers <laughs> on, on, on YouTube. You know, it's, it's so easy to get into that comparison thing, but. I think shipping the work is, is really the thing that matters, you know? Yeah. And, and just getting it out there, like, and letting people see like what you do, like it's, it's, everyone has an opinion and yeah. we're in a space that, you know, you, you can't really, if you have a soft heart, it's, it's a tough industry to be out. in. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work out. So like, you need to build that skin. Like if someone says like, Oh, this looks like shit, just be like, okay, thanks. And just like move on. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they're not giving you your paycheck, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like they're just giving their two cents to be honest. And you just, if someone says that it's, it's not looking good, then like, okay, fine. Let me see how I can make it better. Let me see like, what didn't you like about it? You know, and take yeah. all that feedback and, and solicit it and, and understand that and just take everything with a grain of salt because right. at the end of the day, it's, 
just someone's opinion and we all have opinions. Right. And also make sure that where you're getting that feedback from that you really want to, I always say like, don't get advice from people that you, you don't want to be like, you know what I mean? When I yeah. talked to like Lee Massmeyer early on, I was like, I want to literally be, be him when I grow up kind of thing. So when he yeah. gave me the advice on my portfolio, I was like, oh shit. Like, okay. And, and it hurts like a little bit more, but it actually, um, I, I said one time when I was talking at my, my uh, old college, I used to say alma mater, but that's kind of a pretentious word. <laughs> yeah. Actually, right? My alma mater. Back at, back at Yale. It's so bougie. Um, You're doing accents again. <laughs> I, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. I'm going to get like culturally appropriated canceled, but it's okay. I don't have enough, I don't have enough uh, listeners to, to make the mainstream, I don't think. But, um, you know, when I talked to my old college, I said to them, I was like, and I'm going to be doing a, like a, a Zoom kind of conversation with them. And my advice was whether or not you have the humility to take what people say and then like go work out. So find the people that you want to be like, get an interview, get coffee, get lunch, start a podcast, build your Trojan horse, whatever, get an interview with them. And then whatever feedback they have, whether or not you have the humility to take that and do something with it like that's gonna be how you're gonna get the job and so early on you know i was like they don't give kids a chance you know why is like you know so and so not having me on their podcast i interviewed all these different people yeah. but you really need to go out and make opportunities and realize that people aren't aren't really looking for you and and you're going to um your work's gonna suffer a long time and there's a, that's what i'm trying to say today you're, there's a chance if you take an and what's really weird is you have to get to a certain point to know that your work sucks. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I thought, I, I, I always thought it was the fucking man. I thought my stuff was so cool. Yeah. And then now I look at it like, oh my god. Like yeah. I used to always get fired within two weeks of, of, of starting a freelance job. If that happens to you, that's totally normal. If you're watching this, like, oh my god, I just got fired again. Totally normal. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even make it past like two or three weeks, and then I was really in my own head about it. And would just do like self-sabotaging behavior, like raising my hand in the meeting. I'm not supposed to talk and kind of, kind of thing. Cause I was so nervous about it, not working it out that I almost like voluntarily <laughs> self-instructed, you know, uh, instructed, obstructed, obstructed. Yeah. Obstructed. Yeah. And, um, what was I going to say? I, I mean, like when yes. I'm in meetings and stuff, like I, I kind of just keep quiet. I, I just listen. And, and right. that's something that I learned. Was I didn't that, do that back in the day, though. Yeah, I, I to... <laughs> yeah like... They're like, who the fuck is this kid? Yeah, that, exactly. Who's You're he gonna working get, with? I didn't want to be, like, that guy. So I just started listening. And then, like, if I had a really good, like, feedback advice, then I would say that. But if not, like, I take that person offline and just mm. be like, hey, like, this is what I was thinking. You know, I didn't want to say it in the meeting or anything like that. Like, it's okay to be afraid to speak up if you know that you've you got to be in the right spot to do that. And then... Yeah. I don't, I never wanted to be that guy. And ever since like, I've been doing that, like, I was like, Hey, like, I think you guys should, like, should try something like this. So I was like, I did this on my other project. Maybe you can look into it and just really just, just have empathy for people. Mm -hmm. You know, like everyone's presenting their work. Everyone's on, everyone wants to be on that podium, but you know yeah. what? Like when you're working with like three or four other people, like you're all at the same level, right. you're all at the same level. So yeah, exactly. Dude, this has been so great. I really appreciate it. You got it, I man. Actually, what what are you doing? Are you are you going to work? Or are you? I am. I'm. I don't think I'm going back into the office until next year. So wow. I I actually started on March 30th this year. So during yes. COVID, it's fucking crazy. So I don't know if I could say that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, like it's, it's been a ride. Like I, I met my boss during my interview, but I haven't met any of my team. Wow. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Just grinding away doing work, man. Well, you're, you're, you seem awesome. You, you look, you look very skinny, by the way. You look like you're uh, Dude, I gained 15 pounds. You didn't see a, the other half of my body. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the top looks good. I gotta get, I'm getting a Peloton soon, so I'm pumped about that. I got a little, it's, it's over there. I got a little, uh, I couldn't afford a Peloton during, during COVID, but I needed something so I didn't lose my mind. So I got like a little elliptical. That's uh, awesome. It was like 200 bucks off eBay and it kind of like wobbles back and forth when I run, but it's, <laughs> it's cool, man. Um, That's awesome. If you could give any advice to yourself, if you could go back and we'll wrap up with this uh, and then I'll keep rocking here. I hope the audio is okay. Can you hear me good? Because mm -hmm. I'm plugging my microphone. Sure. I, I got, got a you. microphone and then didn't have headphones to go with it. Who knows? But um, <laughs> if you could go back in a time machine, you know, I think about myself, my first job when I worked at TPN for Hershey and I was like, I turned that core. I like was, <laughs> my heart was pounding out of my chest going on the on New Jersey transit got out and then I walked down to Times Square. I didn't know how to use the subway, so I walked all the way to 47th Street. <laughs> oh my I mean, God. I, I, still, I still do that now. It's not that far of a walk, but at the no. time it seemed like I was yeah. gonna get mugged and killed kind of thing. And then I turned around the, uh, onto 42nd Street. I saw like the Chrysler building and like the sun was rising and all these people were like coming over the, the hill. And, um, and I remember how nervous I was. And I, I, I wish so badly that I could just go and give that person a pep talk. Can you think about your first time, you know, maybe working in New York or your first time at a job? And if you can go back in time in a time machine and go see yourself in that scenario, what, what would you say? What would I say? Um, so I was working at a marketing agency Other than in Long that, Island. Your baseball team sucks and you should find a new baseball team. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, the Yankees are 10 wins in a row or 11 now. So yeah. um, we but lost like, like I, 15 to nothing the other night. So it's crazy. That's why Todd Frazier was pitching. So yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of look like Todd Frazier. I kind of have that big white guy, you know, that big white guy. You're you know? from New Jersey. You're from New Jersey too. I always think of Bill Burr when they, when they say Todd Frazier. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's awesome. Um, but getting back to that, um, I worked at a marketing agency on Long Island and I was in the craft beverage department. So I redesigned beer companies from like Yakima Valley on the West Coast all the way to Blue Point. Till Blue Point got bought out by Budweiser. Um, I was like, that was like the shittiest work that I did. And I was just so nervous going in. But like my boss, he just kept on pushing me. He's like, he's like Mike, your first idea is not going to be your best. Um, so I guess like one tip of advice that I would leave for like young people like getting into the industry would be build something that is sustainable and scalable. Mm -hmm. um, because if you build something that's sustainable and scalable, other people can use your design. Um, and this doesn't, it, this is not just product design. This is something else. Like people can go into your portfolio and look at your work and be like, I like that a lot. That works. And you need to have a reason why. Mm -hmm. So if you build something that's scalable, then you can build something that's, that's five years out down the line, 10 years out down the line. And if it's sustainable, then it's with the current trends. People can understand it and, or you can create a new trend yourself. So, Absolutely. You know, I would just, I would just stick with it and build something that's scalable and sustainable. So yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and just to add, just to piggyback on that, one thing that I realized recently when presenting my work, I just put something from my, uh, I made like a, a black, don't look at it by the way, my portfolio, I'm looking at it. my portfolio is all <laughs> over the place. Some things are full bleed, some things are, it's all, it's nice. Um, but you know, I love the Mets. We're talking, talking about baseball. I made my, I want the black Jersey to come back. It's something that I could speak to 
you know, it's it's in like my like DNA. You know what I mean? I think about like Mike Piazza. I think about all those different things. Yeah. And it's something that I wanted to see in the world. And now I'm building that out in my portfolio. And when I go on a job interview, I'm going to be able to, they're going to see that I'm speaking like from the heart. And while it's good to have like big brands and stuff like that, sometimes like even when I'm presenting my work for like Hershey or something, it's cool, but I'm not, you know, it's like, yeah. And then we did this thing for Reese's and it's, you know, it's supposed to mean this. But whereas this, I could, they could see the conviction in my face as there was like veins popping out of my neck. I'm like, yeah. I need to bring the black jersey back. Definitely. Yeah. I would definitely like, you know, piggyback on that and just say like John Contino like redid um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. redid everything from, you know, a social media post to the jerseys mm-hmm. to even the typography on the field. So that's a pretty big scaling yeah. <laughs> operation. So I would definitely look into that and see what he did and see what inspiration he pulled. Yeah, you know, to to I'm bring everything to together. I'm on the uh, on the uh, podcast. He's he's, a, he's actually my favorite Long Island person. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Number so, two is all right. That's, well, dude, thank you so much. You crushed this. I gave you that's no fair. notice, and you hopped in. Took you a little while to figure it out, but you're here, bro. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't request, so you know, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. How's so thanks uh, for how's having me? How's everything? Everything's good. Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, wonderful. All right. Well, let's catch up after this. Love you, dude. Definitely, uh, man. You got to hit the end button. Otherwise, I'm going to end everything. So I will do that. All right. Peace, peace out. Follow. Wait. Uh, one last thing. How do you yeah. say your last name? So Abendondolo. One more time. Abendondolo. A-B-B-O-N-D-O-L-O. Yep. So it's like Abendondolo. Yep. That's it. Abendondolo. Sammy says hi, by the way. She remembers you and loves you. Hi, Sammy. Bye, Sammy. All right. All right. Get out of here. Peace, Peace guys. Later. Bye. That was so cool. Wow. That's awesome. All right, let me just plug my mic back in. Shout out to uh, Mike Abandondolo. I think I got it. Mike Abandondolo. What a weird name. Abandondolo. I have like a thing with names. I like saying them out loud. Like in the last episode, I was like, Matthew Beton. On this one, I'm going to say Abandondolo. So, Sammy, I hope you're having fun at work. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Uh... Yeah, this is great. This is so fun. This is exactly what I want it to be like, just kind of a, a chill hang. And, um, and uh, hopefully over time, it will grow. I know it's kind of early. I know that normally at 9 a.m., I would probably be on like a train going somewhere back pre-COVID. But um, now that people are working from home, I might eventually move it to 10 a.m. I don't know that I'm going to do it uh, every day because um, that would be kind of ridiculous. I feel like I would just inundate people. So for the most part, uh, we're going to do it every day, probably at like 10 a.m. I like doing it early because it's fun and I'm, I'm full of energy, but who knows? But we just caught Mike. And maybe people start working at – sorry, I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe people start working at 10 a.m. Um, and might be too busy to hop on like Mike kind of just did there. So, you know, what can I say that has not already been said? You know what I mean? It's just there's a chance your work sucks. There's a chance you're just starting out, and that's totally fine. Um, there were so many instances in my career and, and, and manifestations of my ego. You know, my first job, I like got in trouble about saying something about like one of our biggest clients. I was like nervous and I was drinking at this thing and I said some crazy shit. Shout out to Matthew Seriously, that was really funny. Um, you know, and there were other times where I had a favor for someone and they got me a job um, working with, wait, I'm coming home from lunch tomorrow. Oh, sorry. Uh, and then there were other times where I got, you know, somebody did me a favor and I got hired and it really wasn't a job. And I thought that it would turn into something else and it, and it didn't. And, um, you know, 
there were agencies that I wanted to work out my whole life and I thought it could turn into a full-time thing and it didn't. Um, in this industry, you're going to get everything but the kitchen sink thrown at you essentially. And you kind of, like Mike said, just got to roll with the punches, uh, take it on the chin and, and keep your head down and keep working. Uh, the self-pity stuff, believe me, I've tried it. Uh, there were entire years that went by, in particular this last, this last year. You know, great company, love them all. I got a job at Huge, uh, working on this account. I always wanted to work there. It was like a dream of mine to work there. And uh, the client went another way, and I went deep, deep into the self-pity, into, you know, they don't care, and they said that they would do this, and they do that. And honestly, now it's just like embarrassing. You know what I mean? I have, I have friends that work there, and I like, confided in them, and was such like a little pansy about it, you know? And frankly, my work sucked back then. You know, I spent the last year working to get better, to get the skills so that if I was in that position again, I could do better. But honestly, it's kind of just a lot of times it's, you know, financially led decisions. It's an agency. Things are moving around. You really need to kind of take yourself out of it, focus on your skills. And if you're applying to jobs all day, every day, properly submitting your resume, um, applying, hitting people up, and you're still not getting any calls back, it's probably because your work sucks. My work sucks right now, and I'm trying to make it better. And uh, it'd be kind of cool to learn and grow and do this um, together. So what's up, everyone? Good to see you. Good morning. I hope this is good. Mike totally crushed it. Um, I'm experimenting with different color backgrounds here. See, see that shadow? How do I get that to stop happening? I have no idea. Um, thank you to Sammy Drazen for helping me to set this up. Uh, this, I feel like John Oliver, you know, how he says that he's coming from like the white void. That's how I feel right now. We have other colors. Let's see. Let's do this live in the show. We're going to pick it out. All right. So let's vote. DM me afterwards and let me know what color the background should be for the morning show. I'm, I was thinking about getting bright orange, but I feel like that would be absolutely ridiculous. Brianna, what's up? Brianna. I used to have a Brianna. Brianna, if you are not at work and want to hop on this, today I'm talking about entry-level people and getting jobs and stuff. So uh, Mike said that he couldn't request a join, but if you want to request a join, uh, let me know. Okay, here we go. My hair is a disaster. What up? Let me know if you want to hop on because I have a great topic. One that I know you can crush. Okay, so we're, we're voting on what color the background should be. So this was yesterday. This is, um, what's it called? This is riveting content here. Oh, ultramarine. Okay. Hold on, stand by. I'm going to request go live. This is blue, ultramarine. This is good. I'm a little bit white. Hold on. Brianna Gaves is coming on. We're doing this. What's morning. up? Right, I'll this. Hello. Good morning. Don't be nervous. This is, this is literally just me kind of chilling and hanging. How <laughs> Wait, we're, we have to vote on colors for my background because I'm too pasty to have this white background. <laughs> okay, so we have, we have this blue color. This is studio gray. This I feel like would be nice. For my Very nice. Right? Yeah. The lighting is weird. I'm working on everything. Okay. That is good. Are you going to work? What's your, what's your schedule like? Do I need to make this quick? I work from home, so. Everyone's working from home. This is actually <laughs> working out good. Okay. Yes. Um, so my topic today, and you're the perfect person to talk about this with, uh, with your podcast. Are you still doing your podcast? Everything's going? Uh, on hold right now, but it's still up to listen to and all that great stuff. So Okay, perfect. That's good. When you get yeah. it, 
growing again. I'll, I would love to come, come back on and redo my horrific episode. I've, I've grown. <laughs> I've grown as a person since then. Um, but I'm talking today about. The, so I yesterday I did one. All you got to do is ask. Mm. Advice that I got from John Contino, and then yes. today I'm talking about uh, the your. The title is going to be "Your Work Might Suck," which is a very like Casey Neistat kind of clickbaity title. But it's yeah. true though, because I found my old work from um, for back in the day, and it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> and I always used to like blame the industry, and you know the, they don't give kids a chance, and I'm mm -hmm. getting screwed over. But really, beneath all the bullshit, my work just sucked. <laughs> and I know that you've since got an awesome job and we were kind of in the same boat together. So mm -hmm. can you maybe speak to that? And when you look at your work from when you first started out, was it, yeah. was it terrible? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even like, horrible. no. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think like when you look back at your old work, like however many years it was, maybe it's only like a year ago or maybe it's like five to 10 years ago. Right. Um, I mean, you're going to look at it and go, oh, my God, what was I thinking? What was like, yeah. how did I ever put this out there? How was I ever proud of this? But I think it's also like a good thing to look at because you can really like track how you've grown. Yeah. And like thing, you can see like things you've learned and how you start to implement them over time um, and how your style evolves. Um, I feel like everybody has a style that they tend to um, lean toward. Right. And I feel like... Um, it's important to look back, even though some of that stuff you might be incredibly embarrassed about. I remember like my first ever like Photoshop class I took. Oh my God. Like <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, I was so excited about that. And that is garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was saying, I was saying to Mike, you actually, by the way, hat on or off. I think we're doing hat since you're the baseball person. My yeah. hair is weird today. I got out of the shower and then put the hat on and I keep going back and forth. Um, I know you're a, a, a Pirates fan, right? Are you working? Well, I'm from Philly, so I'm a Phillies fan, but oh, I did. I, I should end this call right now. I'm <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, like my second team I root for is the Pirates, just because. Um, they have I a mean, better stadium, in my opinion. They have a better background yeah. in their stadium. Yeah. Stadium's cool, but yeah. uh, team not doing so hot. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, tell me about it. We lost like 15 to one the other day. Um, yeah. Wait, what were we just talking? We were talking about. Oh, I think you have to get to a certain point where. You like you know how you like you were saying like it's good to look back. Mm. This podcast is really targeted towards people that have like just graduated. Cause yeah, okay, I'm gonna be really honest. I'm t today. I'm I'm working on not being such a people pleaser and, and, mm. and not and not that I'm like I'm gonna be an asshole from now on. But I wanna be <laughs> I wanna be honest about stuff. You know, like, yeah. I, I always don't say what I'm really feeling so that I like more people like me. <laughs> but I gotta be honest. There's way yeah. too much bullshit going around with it, with. You know, COVID-19 is a very serious thing. Yeah. But, the, but the notion that, like, people should, like, be the, the class that, like, couldn't walk and couldn't graduate and now, yeah. like, it's going to be hard and we're going to be here for you. And, yeah. and, you know, like, people are really looking out for you. No yeah. one's looking out for you. Nobody gives a fuck. Your work probably sucks. And you need to seriously, like, hit it hard. And right. it's really hard in those first, like, in those first six months to a year to even mm -hmm. the second year. Because now, like you said, I could look at, like, the first year and be like, ooh, that was, like, brutal. The second yeah. year, I'm like, mm, still not so much. But I have the context to see, like, there's a traje uh, trajectory of tread. What's that word? Trajectory. You got it. Yeah. Trajectory. Trajectory. That's good. That was it. I'm not going to try it again. But you can see there's, like, kind of, like, a long art kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
I'll never get to work with that agency. And now I'm like, yeah. hmm, I could see that happening. Like, if I, like, you know, I'm not like year like three or four. I could see like in like my seventh year of my career, maybe getting a job right. at that agency and really yeah. earning it. But when mm -hmm. you first start out, you, you can't, you can't tell that, you know, you, like you don't, you don't know. Cause you're like, yeah, this seems awesome. This looks just like John Contino's work. And right. Week, I'm going to be the next John Contino, you know? Yeah. I, you're I, almost, I always use him. you're yeah. almost like naive to the point where you don't, and you're more just so excited that you, you, you did something like you made something right? That, yeah. that, and I think it's really important to like, always look at other people's work and grab, like learn from them and like understand why they did certain things and stuff, but don't compare yourself. So I feel like, especially designers, I know like if you work with a bunch of other designers and you, you're all working on the same project and you get together and show what you've done, you, it's really easy to sit there and go, oh my God, they're way better than me. Like my stuff isn't that good. When in fact, yeah, like, I like, feel like that's- Brianna and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Is it Brianna or fact, Brianna? Brianna, but it doesn't Brianna. matter. It's fine. Yeah. Um, when in fact that isn't, sometimes that's all in your head. Mm -hmm. Like there have been times where I've been like, oh my God, my stuff sucks compared to them. And then like everybody ends up loving my options and goes with them instead of the ones that I, I thought were better than mine. So right. I think it's really important not to compare yourself. Just use that as motivation. Like if someone, there are always going to be people that are better than you. Like you're never, yeah. I mean, I'm sure even like the people in the industry and the top can say that there's always people better than you, but yeah. don't like use that as like a comparison tool. Just use that, learn from it and then use it as motivation to like, I want to get there. Claude Silver, the chief heart officer at uh, VaynerMedia, she turned me on to this quote. I think it's from Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, mm. I feel like I should say Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy, <laughs> Teddy like, yeah, hey, Teddy. Uh, <laughs> And it's comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. And that is like nail on the head, easier said than done. I could okay. say that all day long, but I'll be like, oh, but Chase Jarvis has so many more followers than me, you know? Just yeah. The inner, the inner monologue gets right. real. The, uh, somebody called it the, uh, the circus is in town. Mm -hmm. And I think you know? people, we look at, like you just said, like followers and stuff, people look at that as like a form of success. When in reality, like just because he has more followers doesn't doesn't mean he's more successful or doesn't mean he has like a bit. Uh, he just has a bigger audience. That's it. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like and more time on the clock. Like different circumstances. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Oh, like, I'm not talking specifically about Chase Jarvis. I'm using as an example. <laughs> yeah. I need to stop name dropping because I I am past the point now where it's like <laughs> me and seven people. You know, I I need to remember that like a lot of people see this shit. So. Oh god. I don't want to get canceled. That's that's my goal. 2020. <laughs> if I could just get to the end of 2020 and not get canceled for culturally appropriate. Oh my god. Or, no. Even as we're talking right now, I'm like, am I mansplaining? Is that, is that a... <laughs> no, don't. I don't even know what that is, you know. But I might, I might be doing it. This is the world we live in now. I've, I've worked in sports. I know what a mansplaining is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a girl, you probably don't know too much. No, <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. Um, okay, so I said to uh, to Mike before this, if you can go back, I remember my first job and mm -hmm. how nervous I was first time getting off the train. It's like so cute. Like back then I was like, I was such, I was so naive. Yeah. And I thought like, I was like, Times Square starts spreading the news. <laughs> you know, I felt. I like felt the beginning really, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was like a, a character in a movie. Whereas mm -hmm. now I kind of just feel like a rat in a cage kind of feeling. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a lot more optimism. Uh, mm -hmm. What was your first experience? I, I, I guess 
I guess what 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 would you tell yourself if you can go back and give yourself a little like pep talk on the first day? Oh God. Well, I literally came, I got really, really lucky and got into an agency like a month after I graduated. Incredibly right. lucky. Um, but I think I would tell myself to just like give myself a lot of grace mm -hmm. because you're not even even now when I go into a new job, like you think you know and then you get there and you're like, I don't I thought I knew, but I don't. And so, the panic sets in, like this is yes, like, yeah. Right. And it was yeah. my first real life job. So like you have an idea of what it's gonna be like in your head and then you get there. And I was a junior designer, so I wasn't wasn't put on any big projects when I first right. got there. It was like, Hey, can you make the edits just for sure? Yeah. Can you can you put the pirates logo on a garbage can or <laughs> I need fifteen of them? Exactly. Yeah. And when I got there, I just was like, this isn't what I signed up for. Like I wanted to do branding and right. logos and billboards. And I just had to like realize that it's okay not to know, just like be comfortable with asking. Yeah. And like, cause I would just beat myself up because like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I don't, I have no idea. I would just get upset. And I think just giving yourself that realizing like, it's okay to not know. Right. Nobody has all the answers. Just ask and take one day at a time and figure it out. And yeah. that's kind of what I, I would probably tell myself because, yeah, I was yeah. I felt yeah. so clueless in so many ways. Like, yeah. oh, it was you so just, bad. You just gave me so much, like, PTSD. I, just need, to stop <laughs> using, I need to stop using that word. But, like, I need to, like, come up, find, find a better word for that. Um, mm. But you reminded me, I remember when I first got the job, the same job I was referring to earlier with Mike about walking down 42nd Street, going to TPN. Great yeah. company, by the way. I love mm -hmm. TPN and I still have some friends in there. Um, but uh, I remember like I had sent my portfolio to Ron Burridge at Hershey and I had done all this stuff. And I, I, I again, didn't know any better. I like, I superimposed like the Hershey logo on like a book and I was like, there, I'll next stop Pentagram. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I legit thought, like, Michael Beirut's going to see this and he's going to fucking hire me immediately. I love that. I love that. And then I went there and I, and when I worked at TPN, they do a lot of uh, uh, retail um, mm. work. So a lot of that is, like, sending out, um, like, these kind of, like, monster PD, uh, PSDs of, of, like, end caps. And you would yeah. have to, like, take the research thing and, like, duplicate it. And, and mm. there was, like, layers and layer masks and all this different oh. stuff. And, now, now I'd be like, bring it on. Like, I'm right. a freaking concept. Like, I got this. Like, by the way, if anyone's struggling with clipping masks and stuff, great, <laughs> great tip. This is a practical piece of advice. Okay. White reveals and black conceals. So if you Just use the pen tool. Just use the pen tool. Yes. Don't try to use the magic wand or yes. the lasso. It never uh, works. Exactly. Just, just. Go the hard way and use. We could go on. We could keep going. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I. It's so funny because I thought in my head when I got there that that I would like be doing these big things and I would make you know the big like I wanted to work on the big displays at like you know uh, Hershey Park and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like no, no, you're you're gonna be the the grocery store end cap PSD maker for the presentation, <laughs> and I'm right. like, and then all of a sudden I have to go up to my creative director and be like, um. How do you how do you place an image in 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 design? Right. And they're like, oh Jesus Christ! Like this kid is a liability. He needs to go. And, right. But it was good. It was good though because it made me realize, like, in order to get to a place where you can be the person who does the overarching things, yeah. you need to put in the time and yep. learn 
about all those little things and learn to work on the fly. And yeah. if something takes you eight hours and it takes somebody else eight minutes, yeah. you need to go home and go on linkedin.com and figure it out because you're just right. going to put yourself in a position where you're going to get fired again and again. And then yeah. I, sorry, real quick though, the same thing happened at BuzzFeed and my creative director, uh, Varesh Chopra, who I love, he really gave me great advice on this. He said, and this is the most harsh, but honest piece of advice and it ties in what we're talking about. He said that you, uh, McDonald's doesn't stop selling cheeseburgers because somebody can't figure out how to make cheeseburgers. They just hire somebody else to, to make cheeseburgers. Yep. Something along those lines. Yeah. But that's literally as black and white as it is. It's like, can you do the output? How fast do you do Is, is it an acceptable amount of time to do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people, like you're not, that was the one thing I remember that, like all this production stuff that I was never taught. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, you need to make sure everything's like CMYK if it's print and right. everything's RGB. They just didn't teach you production in school. And I remember I would just, I felt like I was doing everything wrong. And then people were coming up to me and be like, hey, yeah, this isn't right. But if you just show that you're willing to learn, like, don't be afraid to ask questions because people see that. People see like, people who don't ask questions and sit there and just get everything constantly wrong. Yeah. But like the people that get things wrong, but ask questions and learn from it, they value those people more. Right. Um, yeah. It, I, oh my God. I remember that. That was this is honestly, honestly taking me back so much. Like It was terrifying. But when I was at my job, I was at a small agency for four years and I did a lot of production work because we were just a small agency. We did everything. It, it mm -hmm. didn't matter. If right. I wasn't a production artist or not, I was going to learn it and do it. And I had to do lots of production for the Pennsylvania Lottery. And at the time, I thought it was stupid. And I was getting annoyed with all of it. But then when I went to work for the Pirates, it came in handy because I had to produce things that were print, wall graphics, stuff on a scoreboard, TV commercials. It, I had to do it all. So like all of that stupid stuff I thought I was doing in the past came in handy when I had my other job. So. Yeah. You're, I'm literally getting nervous just thinking about this because like because lately I've been on this kick of like I want to work at the Mets and just hearing you say that I was like gulp like oh my god yeah. I wouldn't know what I'm doing yeah also don't get into sports right now <laughs> yeah no I know well I'm, I'm waiting until I can go to the games I, I, I have to have both I have to be able to go um what was I gonna say um uh, I forgot I don't know it's all good well, thank you so much for doing this. I wasn't yeah. sure if this concept would work, but uh, this has been really fun. You and Mike yes. both came on the fly, and um, <laughs> I appreciate you doing this. This is really great. Yeah, of course. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. You're welcome back anytime, and uh, we need to hang out again. I'm sorry that I'm a bad friend. I don't always hit you up. Um, We're all busy. Yeah. I, I don't even hit up some of my best friends a lot of the time. Exactly. Dude, this, this morning show is going to be a thriving success. I can feel it. I feel good. But people like yes. yourself. All right. Check in every morning around 9 a.m. to make sure that I'm not drowning over here. And uh, you, can, you can be like a, you can be like a, a lifeline. Will do. All right. Peace out. Thanks. Bye. Bye. This is so awesome. I love this. Sorry. I know you're still there. <laughs> okay. I, I can't do much better than this. This is really great. I appreciate uh, Mike and Brianna for uh, Brianna for coming on the show. Uh, it's been really great. So, all right, I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh, the morning show continues. Episode two. Your work sucks. Uh, it should either be your your work might suck, or your work sucks.
I think your work sucks. It's a little more clickbaity, a little more fun. That being said, people might see that and be like, unsubscribe. I don't know. Fuck them. All right, that's it. Love you guys. Meet the creatives. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. But more than anything, if you do anything today, you have to, uh, my, by the way, my neighbors, I'm in my garage right now. My neighbors are probably like, what is he doing in there? Um, if you do anything today, above all else, the most important thing, I need to look up here. The most important thing you do, please, for the love of God, if you've made it this far, go on YouTube and subscribe. Hit the notification thing. All of these episodes are all going to be there on YouTube. The podcast is cool, but I want to be like YouTube famous. I want to do vlogs. I want to do stuff like that. Uh, and I want to spread the word on YouTube. I want to work at YouTube one day, so I need to make sure that I have all that shit on there. Go on YouTube and subscribe. It's going to be legit. Uh, the Seth Godin episode from the I, – I, I don't know if I should call it like the COVID-19 series because it really wasn't about COVID, but it was like during the early months of COVID. All those episodes are on there, or they're going to be on, at least the ones that I have recorded. So not all of them. Uh, but Seth Godin is up. Steve Gerald is up. D-Speed. Uh, some great episodes. It was so weird and, and crazy to, to hear that, um, that talk with D-Speed. We were like talking about, you know, we were in the middle of COVID-19 and we we're talking about how, um, you know, it's going to be so amazing to go out and like get served at a restaurant and, and like, what's it going to be like when we can go out and like, you know, the first time you see like somebody hit like a baseball or something. So that's great. All right. I feel good. Monday, Monday, so good to me. Ba -da -da. Monday, Monday, it was all I hoped it would be at Monday morning. Sorry. I would play the song, but I can't play the song because it would get pulled from YouTube where you should subscribe. All right, that's it. Love you guys. Peace out. Be good.